Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of Honey Zeit Trunk the Trends. Uh, that is a short show title from Long Lost Friend. I had an opportunity to do another trend there in your username on Discord, friend. Um, but anyways, uh, it's also courtesy of Discord Zeit Gang. Brought it from the Discord up to Twitter, uh, which I do check. Um, so shout out to you. Thank you once again for making my life easier. I am Jack and I am joined for today's trending episode by super producer Becca Ramos. Ramos. What's up? You know, nothing much. Just here on this lovely Monday to do some trending. Yeah, yeah. Monday. It's not really, it doesn't really feel like a Monday because we're all just sitting in front of our TVs (laughs) watching the Winter Olympics. Am I right? Absolutely on 24 <laughs> seven. Cause you know, I have cable, right? We all do. I, <laughs> um, I do have cable because of the sports. Uh, and I did watch a little bit of the winter Olympics over the weekend with my kids, um, who don't really care about sports. Don't really understand them that much. They ask me if the Sixers are playing when I'm watching football. Um, <laughs> <You've trained>. and <laughs> yeah, Try imagine me trying to explain curling to them <laughs> when I don't really know shit about what what curling is. I did figure out the rules. It is a it is a joy to watch. There's something meditative about watching um, people glide around on the ice without ice skates on because um, they're so slow. It's very slow. Yeah, it does seem like a very meditative sport. I've caught a couple of the uh, you know um, skating. I wanted to say like competitions is not the right word. Skating performances yeah. on YouTube. I think they're competitions. I, th- I thought I mean, they it's were pretty a, holistically a competition. Right. Uh, right. But the different performances, you know, I see all the little uh, new athletes on TikTok. I saw Sean White's retiring, but that's probably <gasps> the extent of my Winter Olympics news. Yeah, the one thing, my one impression from the Olympics is that all the stadiums are empty in China. I I don't watch a lot of international sports, but I do watch the NBA and all the Toronto Raptors games are empty as well. They have, you know, COVID protocols in place. Starting to make me ask a question, are Americans for the first time in the history of the world on the wrong side of this thing with our stadiums out here? Yeah. I actually, I got tickets to go see Hassan Minhaj's show. It's at Radio City, and it's obviously probably going to be packed. And I was trying to sell them to a friend because I was like, I don't know if I can actually still make this show. Mm -hmm. And they were like, silly question, but is it safe? And I was like, honestly, I don't know. You know, like, I don't think so. But the U.S. has said, fuck it. If you're vaccinated, do whatever you want. You might, you will get COVID still, but like, it's fine. Just capitalism. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, it's it's definitely an interesting feeling. Definitely reminded me of, uh, you know, last week's story about how we're just out here drinking our uh, Mountain Dews, pouring coffee made into our Mountain <laughs> Dews, while uh, everybody in other countries are just like, oh my don't. God, how are you still alive? <laughs> That's, you recognize we've made that illegal. Um, 
But anyways, I don't know too many people who are watching them. I have in the past gotten into the Winter Olympics and might happen again. But I mean, it said this was the lowest um, ratings on record for Winter Olympic viewings um, Mm. according to the news this week. So or today. Interesting. All right. Rumble is trending. Uh, The latest in the Rogan. uh, I don't know. Whatever the fuck this is. In the Rogan saga with saga of Joe Rogan. Um, So he has been offered one hundred million dollars by Rumble, which is a Trump affiliated platform. Uh, They're like, you can say whatever you want over here, man. They, They didn't even know that that uh you know edited together clip of all the times that he's not all maybe but uh, the <laughs> many of the times that he has used the n-word on his podcast they didn't even know that was edited together they thought that was just a uh, straight just up. one episode yeah just one episode they're like <laughs> one oh, this guy's episode. got some interesting points um but yeah i don't know feels like you would this would be maybe a look in the mirror moment uh for Joe Rogan, if he weren't a racist dipshit. Um, yeah, absolutely. So. I mean, and gosh, I was running around Soho this weekend and I saw a poster and I couldn't tell if it was an actual ad from Spotify or if it was just like satire art, but it was a poster of Joe Rogan saying Dr. Rogan Spotify. And I also saw like an ad campaign that I couldn't tell if it was satire or not about basically supporting rogan's freedom of speech to you know be a doctor when he wants despite lack of any education or degree so it's been wild to watch uh but capitalism you know is is working its hardest at spotify right now they they cannot back down yeah but i mean they back down and rumble gets rogan and then (laughs) gets rogan who knows so pantyhose are trending uh because there is a hack that usually we won't just tell you a single life hack that comes <laughs> to our attention, but this one actually uh, is being recommended by uh, Cambridge University, I believe. And yeah, they published a paper saying like, this is actually the best way to ensure that you are wearing your mask correctly is to put uh, the thigh from a panty hose over your like nose mouth area like you're a bank robber which is something i've always wanted to try um since you know i saw a bank robber put pantyhose over their face in an action movie when i was a kid so i don't know this might be my moment i will say as a pantyhose wearer they're Mm. not cheap enough i think to be doing this that often like a box of pantyhose is like six eight bucks so yeah i mean Obviously, maybe it'd be like in the um, cloth mask, you know, vein where you wash them and reuse them. But if you're using them kind of disposably, like you would, you know, the N95s, like they're telling us we need to wear now, not economically the best choice, but, you know, interesting dig. Maybe I will. I have pantyhose that I've ripped. Maybe I'll try it. Yeah. It does seem like we can't get people to wear masks period let alone put something over their let alone face try something like a life hack. Uh, right exactly so if it had just been like something like you know try holding pantyhose and then you will be <laughs> I, I think that would have done the trick but this seems like more work and as we may have mentioned up top 
we we do live in America. They're not they're not interested in anything that's getting in the way of our ability to consume just tons of people with like nachos mashed into the pantyhose at the mouth part. <laughs> I'm not saying that that's based on personal experience, but uh, <laughs> you know. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back. And so there's a revelation from last week that I think is worth raising. It's always interesting. It's always hard to be surprised by anything that comes out about the Trump administration, uh, especially there at the end when he was kind of more and more transparently uh, trying to overthrow the country. <laughs> so it seems that he had taken a meeting where he reviewed a draft executive order that authorized the National Guard to seize voting machines. And also in that same meeting, verbally agreed to appoint Sidney Powell, who you might remember as a campaign lawyer and uh, conspiracy theorist. He had agreed to appoint her as special counsel to investigate election fraud, which I think would have been pretty significant had they happened. And with him, you'd never quite know what was him backing down from a an idea that could have started a civil war and him getting distracted and forgetting that he had agreed to do something. So I don't know. It's it's hard to say. Yeah, it is so crazy to think about the past five years because, you know, now we're, you know, a year or two out of, uh, you know, the 2020 election and it is just, it's like a fever dream. And also I feel like I blocked out so much of it sometimes that I can't imagine how many more things there are out there, how many things we don't know. These are just things that the news is able to grab. There's so much behind the elusive red tape of the White House and the CIA. <laughs> we just have no right. idea what yeah. happened. Ugh, just the things that we even do know are so scary. So, And yeah, at the bottom, I know you have the Mar-a-Lago thing too, that <laughs> yeah. Mar-a-Lago was raided by the National Archives so there's a lot of evidence of that gathering right now of like letters that he has between um, King Jong-un, like love letters. Like, yeah, he described them as love letters. Uh, you know? So those are just going to be sweet and cute. And uh, I think they should be entitled to their own privacy when they're sending little <laughs> valentines back and forth. But yeah, this does seem to be something he maybe didn't have fully at the front of his brain when he was uh, being the president of the United States, that there is more accountability. There's more like every document that you handle then gets put into a archive, like a national archive that we then have access to. And um you know, we, we had talked years and years ago about how he had a habit of tearing every piece of paper up, not every piece of paper, but certain pieces of paper. It'll be interesting to see which of those they were. And then the National Archive was then in charge of taping them back together. And there's a bunch of just pieces of paper uh, from... It's feeling very National Treasure vibes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, gotta get Nicolas Cage on the case. Right. But yeah, it's... I feel like we'll... We'll learn some shit. It's wild that like, I did not know the National Archives were uh, a thing that raided other things. Yeah, that seems... me neither. I thought they were just like their own little library. They yeah. had agents. Right. But maybe, 
I don't know. Maybe it was just a bunch of librarians like <laughs> rappelling down the side of Mar-a-Lago and just kicking through with their high heels. I love um, that vision. Mm-hmm. All right. Kylie Jenner has announced a baby. She Another had her baby. Black and white photo, very aesthetic uh, of having a boy. So yeah, congrats, Kylie Jenner. <laughs> Good for them. Yes. Uh, the name has not been announced, but I saw a joke go around on TikTok that they named it Valentine because of Valentine's Day, but who knows? Is it... Um... I don't get that joke, I don't think. Well, because it's around Valentine's Day. And oh, then, like, oh. uh, Chris Jenner was cease and desisting people who were speculating um, <laughs> the names because she works so hard, you know? What is their other child's name? Stormy. Stormy. Damn. Okay. I did. I don't know how I missed that. That's a big one. I mean, all of the the new generation of Kardashians have very interesting Names between Saint, Northwest, Chicago, Dream, Stormy. I think I'm missing one. It's really putting um, together like a real vision board for <laughs> me. Like, uh, I feel like those would all be good, like poetry magnets that you could make a nice little poem out of. Um, yeah. Well, all right. Shout out to them. Shout okay. out to them. So, Moonfall, we do have an update on Moonfall. Um, <laughs> so, we talked about how. Critics were trying to, um, you know, take this film down, the cinematic masterpiece, uh, and they had, uh, so somebody had tweeted this piece of dialogue, Patrick Wilson, look, I've got my own problems, Halle Berry, and the moon falling on earth isn't one of them. Um, and I think that question needs to be posed to audiences, uh, because apparently they ignored this movie as well. Um, nobody went to see Moonfall. I'm not uh, going to lie. I have no idea what this movie is. I am Googling it right now. <laughs> I, I know we've been talking about it and I was kind of like, ah, <laughs> whatever. And then now I'm like, wait, I really don't think I've seen anything about this movie. I'm seeing Halle Berry's in it. How interesting. Like, what is it about? Oh, Becca. All right. <laughs> Get ready. <laughs> Strap in. Um, so this is a... Film from Roland Emmerich, who made, who gave us the Independence's Day. Um, mm, yes, seems that way. The day after tomorrow, a lot of day-related films, and uh, you know, just one of the greats at blowing things up. Um, and so, this is a movie in which the moon uh, falls to Earth. Um, we were unclear if that if it's caused by aliens uh, or ghosts. <laughs> I hope one both. I hope it's aliens and ghosts. Also made Godzilla, the mm. the um, bad one. One of the only movies I've ever walked <laughs> out on. Uh, 2012, written by. So you know one one of one of our great visionaries. So it definitely um, was supposed to be a box office hit. <laughs> yeah, it was supposed to be um, for for certain. Yeah, the budget was one hundred and forty six million, and the box office numbers for the opening weekend were ten point five. So big oof. I feel like people just didn't get the word out that uh, they were going to get an NFT with their uh, IMAX theater <laughs> ticket, which just feels so perfect. Just what a what a dumb moment we live in. A dumb moment of a very dumb timeline. 
All right. Uh, I mean, there are other things happening, but that's the main one is that people <laughs> that's the most are realizing the Moonfall came out this past weekend and they didn't go see it. And I'm sure everybody's rushing to the theaters right now. But before I tell people what to do, uh, let's tell them where they can find you, Becca. Yeah, you can find me and follow me at Bex, B-E-C-C-S Ramos at Instagram, TikTok and Twitter. But I really only post on Instagram. So there you go. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, back tomorrow. Until then, be kind to each other. Be kind to yourselves. Get the vaccine. Wear a mask, possibly with a pantyhose over it. Uh, <laughs> don't do nothing about white supremacy. And we will talk to y'all tomorrow. Bye. Bye.